This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Welcome, everybody, to the next episode of 19 Cats and Counting. Those of you who have been paying attention, I went up to 20 for a minute, but sadly, I lost my pinky to lymphoma last week. Back to 19, and we sure miss pinky. But I am so excited. I have a double blessing today. Not only is Arden Moore, pet safety expert, joining us, but my co-host and best friend, Linda Hall, is back. Ta-da! Right after Yay. this break, they'll both join me, and we will talk about all things cat. Looking for a dental treat that does more for your dog? Daily Dose is a two-in-one chew that pairs a daily dental scrub with powerful supplements to help with the biggest health concerns facing our dogs. Daily Dose was developed by vets to be simple to use and super effective. Plus, dogs love the taste. Available for joint, skin, heart health, or calming. Daily Dose, your pet's daily dose of awesome. Visit yourpetsdailydose.com to save $3 on your first bag with promo code PETLIFE. That's yourpetsdailydose.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Nineteen cats and counting. Linda Hall, welcome back. Thank you. It's good to be back. I've been looking forward to this. Oh, it's good to have you back. I love doing the show, but it's a lot more fun when you're on board. And we have another fun person with us today. Tell us who we've got with us, Linda. It's Arden Moore. We love Arden. We met her at a pet conference. She's got it all: the cats, the dogs, all of it. But recently, we got a chance to take her first aid class online, which was the coolest thing I'd never even heard of. I didn't know. And we want to talk about that today. For sure. Arden, tell us about how you got started with pet safety. Well, I've done a lot in the field of pets and uh, behavior and uh, writing books and all that. And there was a big piece of the puzzle missing. And that's what do you do when uh uh-oh happens to your cat and you're miles away from a veterinarian? Right. So almost 10 years ago now, I uh, began becoming a pet first aid instructor, took a lot of different programs. I'm now a master instructor and I have a board of really, really big wigs in the world of veterinary medicine. They've got a lot of Vanna White initials after their names because they're board certified in feline medicine, internal medicine, critical care, emergency. They're my advisors, my go-to team. And I'm doubly blessed because I have a dog and a cat who team up with me in all my classes. And uh, I just think if this is the biggest gift I could ever give somebody is to teach them what to do when uh-oh happens. Oh, definitely. And I was looking on your Facebook a couple of days ago, I think it was, and somebody actually posted that they learned what they used in your class to save their cat from choking on kibble. Yeah, Dusty Rainbow, she's a big cat writer. She has a, a beautiful kitty named Betty. That's B-E-T-T-E as in Bette Midler, but oh, I love Betty. It. And uh, Betty went limp and uh, she did the kitty Heimlich that I taught her. And after the fifth try, Betty regain consciousness, got to the vet and all is doing well for Betty. 
Yeah, everybody who has a dog or cat should take pet safety from Arden. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I well, we also well, try to make it have a little fun because nobody wants to be in a class where you're scared out of your mind. Or if any of you think about these people, first aid classes we take because maybe our, our company requires us. Right. And you're like, right. they talk I've like this those. and they make you read a paragraph. You guys can attest. We do have fun, but I'm also serious. Everything I teach you is approved by leading veterinarians, but I want you to be in a good mental state when you're learning first aid, because when the uh-oh happens, you'll know what to do. And remember, I told you guys, you all get permission to freak out later. Right. Linda's a mom, so she's experienced <laughs> with the freak out later scenario. That's, yeah. Yes. Yeah. True story. Yeah. You, you first, you dive in and do what you have to do. And then when things have calmed down, you have a nervous breakdown on the floor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but at least you have permission. And I know I'm, I'm not trying to be flippant, but I really do feel that our cats and our dogs smell our, our emotional states and, and they want the human that knows what they're doing. They don't want to be the captain now. And so you got to fake it till you make it and be there and be safe when you approach. But I've had so many people say, I was starting to freak out. And I remembered you told me I could freak out later. And they were able to help their cat or their dog. So that oh. makes me feel good. Somebody was listening. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the way you teach is so helpful. Like, you know, the hand near the rump. <laughs> oh, yeah. When you're doing uh, chest compressions and CPR, who wants to learn about a big scientific medical names for anything? I show you where the heart is on your kitty cat. And if your kitty flips on one side or the other and is unconscious, you don't know if there's a heartbeat. Say it with me, Linda. The hand, hand that does the pump. The, rump, the hand that does the, the pump. pump. <laughs> closest to the rump. Yeah. And the palm the is rump, the yeah. pump. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. I'm amazed that you have cats that cooperate with being your test models. I mean, dogs, yeah. I could understand, but you have not one but two cats that cooperate with you. Right. I have uh, Rusty the Performer who is a adoptee from Samantha Martin of the amazing Acro Cats. Uh, right. He's a circus cat. And the veteran is pet safety cat Casey. They're both ginger boys. And uh, actually, the first cat I ever had was a, a, a Turkish fan mix named Ziki, Ooh. who was my first pet safety cat. And I adopted uh, Casey from the San Diego Humane Society when he was four months old. Nice. And I kept playing and interacting with him. And he got to be socialized with a lot of people, including dogs and cats. So I'm very happy. He's now a certified therapy cat too. So he has never met a stranger, never met a strange place. And he rocks it as a safety cat. Rusty is still learning because sometimes Rusty's young. He wants to go after Casey's tail when I'm doing a chest compression. And Casey's <laughs> like i'm supposed to be playing unconscious leave my tail alone <laughs> you know those youngins they always start trouble don't they but the good news is because uh, rusty was crate trained during class if he's being a butthead i just open the the crate and he walks in and he snoozes while i'm doing something with casey so i've learned how to work it you know you have to you, you have to uh, outfox the felines <laughs> yeah. Well, you made it look flawless. You made it look like they were just doing whatever you wanted. So whatever you were doing, you did good. But well, <laughs> you know what it is. First, you got to have trust. If your pet trusts you, everything else from there can be built upon. And so every pet that I have, I have, including that we have a furry Brady bunch, including our latest little doggy named Emma, who is a pandemic pup we adopted. High, high levels of heartworm. She was like a zombie dog. She's rocking it now. And Aww. Now that she is healthy and feels safe, her best buddy is Rusty the Performer. 
they're about the same age and they play and then they flop and pass out and sleep together. So I'm very happy. They're about one and a half years old each and they got a lifetime ahead of them of uh, hanging I, out. I love that. They kind of learn from each other. I think Arden, yeah. if they see the other cats are calm and trusting you, they watch for a while. I have a pandemic cat, an old man named Maxwell. Okay. He was, he was originally named Maxwell Sheffield, but I think he's more of a Maxwell smart. But I noticed he was, you know, he was tossed out. He's an older cat. The vet says 12. I think he's more like 15. But I noticed that he was less anxious once Simba, my orange tabby, started taking to him. And I just brought him downstairs for the first time yesterday. And all the other cats were coming around giving him nose to nose kisses Aww. and welcoming him. And every now and then Simba would come by and give him a swat on the head just to remind him, I'm your friend, not them. But he's he's downstairs now. He doesn't want to come back upstairs. He's happy with the group. And I think that's because he saw that I treat the other cats well and I treat him well. And he began to, it's been what, maybe a month or so now. He's that's finally good. beginning to trust me and trust that he's somewhere safe. Well, he landed the kitty lottery with you. And I'm laughing Aww. because I'm so old. I actually got the Maxwell Smart reference. <laughs> that's true a lot of people won't get that will they oopsie i just hated myself <laughs> yes yes i ran into um my tuxi boy warren was started acting odd and it was while we were going through all this covid business and had somebody in the hospital and i was just like you know not today satan not today all right <laughs> and he had bit Nikki, which he never bites. And he's never, ever in the 10 years he was with me, bitten anyone. So then she said, well, maybe his rump is sore. And I said, well, let's do a full body check. I remembered from your class. And so, you know, I did a full body check and no, nothing was hurting him. And it turned out he had had a stroke, but um, oh, wow. having those steps to take to see was helpful. And if I never have to use it, I have a great confidence in knowing that if something happens, I know how to do CPR and I know how to check the pulse. Right. And you know, who would have guessed to check the pulse at the hind leg in that? No, I, I'd have been like trying to do the wrist. Like, you know, <laughs> hold your pulse still. Let me get the wrist. Yeah. yeah the the biggest pulse. pulse is inside uh, the hind leg, the femoral artery. That's the big boy. And so, yeah, I laugh because we all see on TV check their pulse and people are doing the rest or they're doing the neck on a human. And then you go check a pulse on your cat. And they're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why every I do. I think I'd have been like checking the paw, but me now too. I, know. I mean, it's just everyone should take your course. This. Every well, owner should take your course. The, I really the one, so. uh, one silver lining of COVID is that I'm not putting thousands of miles on my car right. or flying. And we have now taught this certified 30 hour cat class for prep first aid. We've taught it. Oh my gosh. We even have a hikey from Egypt. So we've taught people all <gasps> wow. the way in the Middle East, all throughout North America and some of the Caribbean countries, man. So I'm, I'm using Zoom and I have Casey and, and Rusty. And the best part is because cats don't really like to be out and about in a strange place because people in my class are, are at home. The kitties at their home who feel safe, they're actually working on their kitties at home. Right while we demonstrate. So the perfect, the, it's a weird uh, name of a company, but it's pet first aid all spelled out. Then the letter four and the letter U. And we, we do have openings. We have a class December 18th. It's a Friday for three hours. And I hope, I hope people can come in because it's, I think it's the best gift you can give your cat. Oh, for sure. I'll, I'll yes. put a post on my blog with those upcoming dates okay. and 
I actually, I have an audience of all places in Dubai. I would love that. <laughs> I know. I got contacted by them again uh, this week. The producer of the radio show I was on in Dubai just adopted a kitten and wow. he wants some advice. So I'm going to be back on their show and I will be sure to give a plug to your pet's first oh, aid thanks. for you. So maybe you'll get some people in Dubai coming to your class. Well, Heike said she may be able to work with somebody to get my course book in Arabic. Absolutely. So why not? Everybody needs That's to know this. So it's awesome. a small world after all. I was going to say, I have a very close friend who is from Alexandria, Egypt. And I know I hadn't even thought about that, but yeah, she'd do that. Yeah, for I would love it. I mean, I would love it. I, when I go up to heaven someday, I want to see the thing I did the most that I'm most proud of was not that I covered a Super Bowl as a sports writer or be able, you know, to, uh, to do the Snoopy dance in public sober. I think it is being able to help people help their pets. That's kind of what my mission is. In fact, my motto is bringing out the best in pets and their people. Yes. Well, definitely, I love that. that. That's what we're all about here too. You know, helping as many pet owners as possible and as many cats stay in their forever home and be happy and healthy with information from your pet safety class too. I mean, I can't imagine what that woman would have done with her cat choking on kibble had she not taken your class. And the irony was it was her birthday when all oh, this right. happened. So she put on Facebook, I started my birthday the crappiest way, my my cat you know, choking and becoming unconscious. Mm. And after the vet visit and everything else, I ended it on a good day because Betty got to come home. Yeah, she saved her cat's life mm -hmm. because she took this course. And, and Rita and I were talking about a, the safety of COVID, not wanting to leave our homes. Yeah. B, you're right. I was doing some of it on my cat while he'd allow me, and then I would switch to a stuffed animal. But if I was going to see your course, you know, in Pennsylvania, I would yeah. not be bringing my cat. They would no. be really unhappy with me. And, uh, and you know, we would watch for where pet conferences were and things that interested us and how yeah. far away is it. And, you know, Rita drove from the Carolinas to Virginia for that pet conference where I first met right. you. And so how cool. We don't have to wait for you to be in the vicinity, drive anywhere. We can do it in our jammies. It's awesome. <laughs> I'm in my jammies now. That's why I'm not on camera. I don't even have makeup <laughs> on. Both of you ladies have your cameras on so I can look you in the eyes. But I'm sorry, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's OK. This is radio. We love it. You know, true. Yeah, I do I'm like to post the videos when I take them, but I just couldn't. I couldn't get it together in time. I, I've, I've been just last week's been tough with losing pinky. Yeah, I understand. And, uh, various health issues of my own coming up. I've tested negative for COVID, but there's still a possibility I haven't had it. I have all the symptoms. My doctor's like, I'm pretty sure you have it. So anyway, on to the next yeah. topic. I'm not sure if we should take a break. Let's go ahead and take a break now. And then okay. let's come back and talk okay. about other things you're involved with. We'll be back after this message from our sponsors. Molly, here's your dinner. <laughs> Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your Cat Tree Tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. 
C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. And we're back again with Linda Hall, Arden Moore, and myself on 19 Cats and Counting. Yay! <laughs> so we've been talking about Arden's cat safety course, but let's switch gears a little bit. Arden's written a couple of children's books, and I would love to talk more about the inspiration behind those. Well, I've written more than two dozen dog and cat books, but they're for people who can vote and, you know, and drink alcohol legally. So (laughs) it was about time I hit the new generation, kids. I've been very blessed because my dog Kona, a terrier mix, and Casey, the cool orange tabby, before COVID would go to, uh, they're both certified therapy cats and dogs. So we would go to memory care centers at Brookdale. We call them the Brookdale buddies, but we also would go to the SPCA's critter camp with kids and go to schools and things like that. And Casey and Kona love the kids and the kids love Casey and Kona. So my, one of my publishers started seeing all these posts about us with kids and contacted me and gave me a two book deal to write a book for kids, eight to 12 years old. It's called A Kid's Guide to Cats. Love it. And A Kid's Guide to Dogs. And what is really rocking is that in the book, Casey gets to have his own sidebars and Kona has her sidebars. So our cat and our dog are actually talking to the kids too. I love it. And so it came out exactly, you ready for this guys? It was published the third week in March. Oh my gosh. Talk about timing. So I'm like, oh, crapola, man. Now I'm not going to get to go see the kids and all this. But then again, I'm looking for the silver lining. All these parents are stuck at home with their kids looking at what to do. Right. The books are both now in second printing. <gasps> I love that. Because, How awesome. Yeah, because I think uh, I, people are seeing this is they've got DIYs in the book. There's mm-hmm. a lot of things there's kids can do. We have a little chore list. And I love it because on page, one of my kids that got it, um, she wrote me and she said, I really, really love this book, especially page 129, because it's a picture <laughs> of a cat's butt. Oh, I and, love that. Who doesn't and, love a cat's butt? And the caption is, I've got a doozy for you. <laughs> That's a hoot. I bet you a caramel would love that page, Linda. Oh, without a doubt. Yes. Rita found him a um, coloring book. Oh, good. On Amazon of all cat butts. And he thought that was the greatest thing. He's, he's 15. Bread. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, you know, like in my class, I made you guys poopologists. So come on. Poop <laughs> right. <happens. laughs> but right. yeah, but it makes me feel good because sure. I love kids. They're smart. I've had a lot of kids as even as young as nine, take my dog cat first day classes. They're in it. They're in it to win it. And uh, some of these may be our future veterinarians, behaviorists, whatever. And uh, as long as they come with their parent, it's all cool and they have a great time. So I never charge any child admission a fee to take my class. I their parents it. have to pay. And they're like, right. yay. <laughs> so one time uh, this, the, this man came, the dad came with his daughter and he walked in. You could get that feeling. They're like, I don't really want to be here. And the daughter is like 11 years old. And uh, by the end of the class, they had so much fun with Casey and my dog Kona. 
and getting together. And then he came up to me after class and he said, Hey, I just got to tell you something. I'm divorced. I don't get a lot of time to see my daughter. And on weekends, I always want to take her out to, to something to eat and maybe go to a movies. Mm -hmm. And I was really bummed when she wanted to take your four and a half hour dog cat class. I was like, there goes our movie day. And now you just gave me a lot of memories that I'm going to have for the rest of my life. Aww. This was better than any movie. Thank you for giving me this memory with my, my daughter to learn in a fun way. So that was kind of cool. Wow. You couldn't have a better compliment <laughs> than that, really. Yeah, I'm kind of choking up. Yeah. The last time I saw my grandsons, I haven't seen them since COVID got real, but they turned six, they're twins. And oh, wow. um, they oh. saw my cat book and we went through the cat book together. Good. And they asked about the writing in that. And I said, that's the lady that wrote the book. And let me tell you, I was really hot stuff for knowing the author of this book. No! So <laughs> they just went, their mom. I'd like to thank the to, Academy. To, no. Yeah. Uh -huh, uh -huh. I'm like, whoo. I know Arden, but <laughs> their moms took them to the shelter. They were going to get another cat and they ended up bringing home a dog. So I'm, I need to get them the dog book next. Well, they uh, really you know what, uh, Linda, send me your address and, uh, Kona would be happy to personalize it with her dog print Aww. and we'll send it to you. So just send they me the address over the moon. Thank and you, tell Arden. me who to, tell me oh, who to, who to put I it will. in. Front. I okay. will. And, well, Kate, Kona, the dog and the Casey, the cat milk. have their own ink stamp too. So they're signing the book along with me. Oh, that's, that's lovely. awesome. That's awesome. Well, and the trading card that was in there. That oh, was yeah. so cool. Well, if I could say that one, there is a lady named Christy. And she makes cute. these uh, trading cards of pets. They're called Toki Pokey, T-O-K-I-P-O-K-I. -I. What's really cool is on the back, you can put your little story and your logo and there's Kona and <laughs> we Casey. We need to do and that. But here's the best thing. This is, this is a lady giving back. Whatever number you order, she duplicates that order and sends them to kids in more than a hundred children hospitals all over. Oh, so wow. kids that are stuck in a hospital, Casey's is number one, one, three, three, and Kona's one, one, three, four. They've, I think they've got close to 2000. Now all these, <gasps> it's wow. a really nice thing. And you're helping kids in hospitals and this is better than a business card, you know? Oh my gosh. No kidding. Yeah. Sweetie Pie needs a card. Everybody loves she my does. Sweetie, Sweetie Pie. Sweetie Pie needs a card. Sweetie Pie is so adorable. She's itty bitty. She still looks like a kitten. She's she looks yeah. like she's a combo of a munchkin cat mm -hmm. and a rag doll. That sounds like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got to do that. We definitely got to do that. Yeah. So I'm really yeah. this is I've written a number of books. I've actually written books with medical doctors and gardeners and herbologists, but these two books with kids, the kids guide to cats and the kids guide to dogs. I got to say, these are my two favorites. Yeah. I've got your cat behavior answer book too, which I thought was awesome. I love that book. Well, good news. We're going to be doing a whole total new one now. Cause that's about Ooh. 10, 15 years old. So Yay. same publisher liked what she saw with the kids and we are going to do basically gut the dog behavior answer book and the cat behavior answer book and make them in a, a regular size with images and all that. So that's my next two books I'm doing. I love that. I'm working on a book myself. Um, I did write one, Shady's Heart, about the loss of my Sadie. Yeah, I got that. Thank you. I have that. You sent behavior. it to me. Mm -hmm. I did send it to you. Yeah, I thought I did. But I'm working on a cat behavior book. So I'm trying not to read too many other people's cat behavior <laughs> books right yeah. now. 
Yeah, I got you. Stay in my well, don't own worry. Room. I haven't even put the first word in the new book, so <laughs> go for it. You know. Yeah, but that, yeah. Uh, that after that, I do want to read. I, I like to read everybody else's books because no one person knows everything about cats. And if you say you do, you're lying because there's no way. <laughs> Linda knows. You know, she thought with eight cats that you know. Oh, I'm doing pretty good. I know a lot about cats, right? Now she's got eleven because she and she inherited four, and then she lost Warren. So now yeah. she's finding out 11. when you get into numbers like 10, 11, 12, 19, it's a different ballgame. Oh, yeah. Well, it my is favorite quote is uh, to know is to know is to know, but to know what you don't know, that is the true meaning of wisdom, which I think it was Thoreau who said that. So that's Ooh, how I, I approach like cats. Very insightful. Yes, that's correct. That's yeah. very true. Yeah. The minute you think you yeah. know, they're going to do exactly what you don't expect them to do. Yep. Yeah. Look, yeah. Look at Linda's face. Well, <laughs> Rita has been my hotline since adding the fork. You know, I, I've got eight. How can I, you know, four more will live. Oh my goodness. These struggles for who's the boss and who sleeps here. And, and, and I've watched the cats that have lived with me for years, totally change They're oh, yeah, you know, absolutely. I'm not sleeping here anymore. I'm sleeping here and, and adjust <laughs> themselves. And yeah, it's, it's really been something. I, it's been a pretty smooth transition overall. We have our moments, but overall, with Rita on the hotline, <laughs> I have managed to keep it together. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Me too. You know, sometimes I'm like, Linda, I'm tired of being the only human being in my house. I just want one night when I'm not <laughs> free. But of course, during, you know, it's worse right now because I don't go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Pandemic, right? Yeah. And Linda, her yeah. household, she's got you know, three adults, a teenage child, a dog, and 11 cats, much more hectic than mine. I'll take my 19 cats any day over <laughs> what's well, going on. I'll trade you one of the kids for, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you want the 15 year old will, or the year old Yeah. Will he scoop my 17 litter boxes? I don't know. I, he scoops <laughs> ours, but we're not up to 17, but yeah. Uh, well, I'm, I'm not either, actually. I have that, 14. Yeah. I wanted to say about that cat book, you know, I don't know if I'm making myself sound a little special, but I actually really enjoyed reading it. I don't think it's just for kids. So. I did too. I have it. You have broken the code. The code was allegedly for kids, but parents and grandparents like it. And uh, uh, people with college degrees and advanced degrees. I, I wrote it to the audience of kids, but I knew that they would be with a an adult. And so it was a tricky way of writing, but I want to reach that audience, but beyond. And so thanks for noticing yeah. that because yeah, we are, that was my mission. Yeah. I was, yeah. I worked yeah, on with the boys and when they went home, I was like, I'm going to keep reading. <laughs> this is really good. Well, you know, what was really interesting is when we were negotiating the book contract at first, they just wanted me to write the book. And I said, I'm sorry, but Casey and Kona's voice needs to be in this book for sure. because Otherwise, I'm just another adult that's talking to kids, and that right. means nothing. And you still have to write it so it's not too cutesy and things like that. But Casey and Kona have hung out with so many kids. They've been to 13 states already, traveling and presenting and classes wow. and behavior. So they've got a lot of mileage under their collars. And sure. I said, we're a team. So I really negotiated to have those sidebars and for Kona and Casey to be part of it. And I do believe that's what separates this book for kids from other books for kids, because it's just a veterinarian or a pet expert talking to them. 
let's bring on the real deal. Let's bring on the wolf and the meow. Oh, for yeah. sure. They don't, they want to hear from the animals. They don't yeah. necessarily want to hear from another human, yeah. another so, adult. And I feel like you treated the kids with respect. Oh, you know, absolutely. Wasn't, Fluffy's cute. You should pet Fluffy nice. It wasn't that. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, guys, in my classes, the kids are super smart. And I remember one time I do, uh, when I was going to the SPCA, we'd do a, a feline canine fact or fiction with your game show host, Kona and Casey. And they'd come in and my dog and cat, and we'd ask the kids, to break into little groups and give them multiple choice answers to a question. And at the end, they, they get to check it out on Casey or Kona. Well, there was this little girl, Jennifer, she's nine years old. Cats are crush up killer. They're active at dawn and dusk. And I, I'm like, what? And every time I try to ask a question and give the choices, she would shout out the answer before I could do anything. And the teacher was looking at me laughing like, what are you going to do, Arden? So I did this. I pretended to talk to Casey and Rusty. I mean, Casey and Kona. And I said, no, I can't ask Jennifer. Okay. Hey, Jennifer, Casey and, and Kona want you to come up. They said, I'm really messing up asking the questions. They want to know if you would be so kind as to ask the question and oh, give the answers. They know, her. you know, the answers, but let's, could you do that? Cause Arden's really terrible at this. Okay, I will. <laughs> so that, that was <laughs> is so clever. And what a way to get her more involved. That's so perfect. Right. So, you know, I was so glad because I don't want to extinguish any kids' enthusiasm. And some kids are a lot smarter than we realize. Right. But you have to figure out how to get everybody involved. And so making her the question giver worked for everybody then. See, Linda, that's why I, Linda wants me to go into the schools very badly. And I'm like, Linda, this is why I a little of that because I, I'm good with the cats, but not so much with the kids. I'm an only child. I don't have oh, okay. brown kids. Hey, I'm so. a step kid. So we had bunches, you know, I was a Brady bunch oh, kid. Yeah. So yeah, I, I bet I'm that was it. fun. I bet that was fun. That's my grandsons. Yeah, They just turned six. Yeah, there you go. They are so smart. I, Tanya sent me a video of Owen reading this book and he read the word chaos and I about lost my mind. C-H-A-O-S. He just turned six. They are so smart. They are. But they are. both this of their parents are educators and have, yeah. So it really reaches everybody. You've got to reach, you know, everybody. Yeah. And I, I don't know I how did. you did it, but you did it. Well, I have a lot of respect for, for all ages, all people. And so, um, the kids have a BS meter and they know when you're talking down and they know when you're ignoring them. And I love them. I really love kids. So, yeah, I do too. I'm yeah. just a little, of, I, I'm not sure how to talk to them in, until they become teenagers. So Linda, Linda's, Linda's the expert on that. Okay. Well, she'll help you <laughs> out. You got to get her on speed dial. Yep. Oh, she yep. is. I talk yep. to Linda almost every day, That's sometimes nice. several times a day, and not just about yep. work. We are really best friends as well as work yeah. partners. Yes, um, yeah. Another thing you're yeah. involved with, Arden, you're still involved with the fear-free training methods. That's something yes. I would love to be more involved with. Tell us more about fear-free training. Well, fear-free is a program that was uh, initiated by Dr. Marty Becker, America's family vet. And it's all about FAS, which is how do you reduce fear, anxiety, and stress in your cat or dog at home, in the car, at the veterinary clinic, on the road, other situational places. And it's been a game changer because they are really adamant against using scruffing of the neck. You're never going to wrangle a cat. I hate scruffing. I, I hate it. 
Oh. So in my classes, we throw in the towel or well, we put on the towel uh -huh. and we we learn from people like Dr. Elizabeth Colloran, who's a past president of the I love this name. Ready? American Association of Feline Practitioners. Shoo! Ooh. go to just go to catvets.com. <laughs> but Dr. E, uh, she taught me because I've been to her clinic in Chico, California, and she mentored me. And she said, you know, guys, with cats, you never force you always negotiate. Right. And so, you know, these aren't little dogs. And so I really enjoy, I took all the different programs. I'm certified as a fear-free pet national speaker and certified professional. And I was doing a lot of talks on uh, fear-free in person uh, before COVID. And I hope to get back to that, but I still write for their fear-free happy homes and fear-free pets. So uh, really guys go to those websites. They've got a lot of great information and it's a game changer because we don't have to use force even when a cat is injured to be able to render aid to them. So I do incorporate fear-free in my pet first aid training. Right. I love that. And I love that more veterinarians are seeing that cats do need special handling. I once had a veterinarian, I won't name any names, but I took my most gentle cat in for an exam because she was a senior. And uh, he was so petrified of cats that she just opened her mouth to yawn and he's jumping back. Oh, she's going to bite me. And I'm like, okay, this is not the veterinarian for me. No. Wow. Well, I'm lucky. My uh, my personal veterinarian is Dr. Deborah Charles, and she is a fear-free pet Love certified it. veterinarian, and so is the whole staff. Well, I so, have an awesome vet now, but I don't think they're fear-free certified. I would love for more veterinarians to know about that mm -hmm. and, and become certified and fear-free to give the cat parents an extra added comfort level too. Yeah, because remember, the pets are smelling our emotional state, so fake mm -hmm. it till you make it. Yeah. But, and they do. That's why when we're sad, like when I lost um, my pinky last week, you know, they're all congregated around me. They knew. They knew I was upset. And Linda Linda can attest during COVID when we lost Sebastian. Yeah. Oof. All the cats. Yeah. Knew. It was as sad as it was. It was really fascinating from the, you know, Rita has taught me to become this observer and how to learn from the cats. Oh, and and, you know, watching them, cats that didn't used to be on my bed were on my bed, cats that didn't used to cuddle were cuddling, you know, they were feeling, and we weren't, you know, walking around sobbing and carrying on, you know, mascara down our faces. We were just sad, you know, and yeah, watching them take care of us. And even now, Kizzy, who has only ever slept with me in, I think I've had him four years now, has yeah. started sleeping with Nikki. I've decided he must think she needs him more. I'm a little bent out of shape about it. But... <laughs> well, I, but I, call, okay. I call my cat, pet safety cat, Casey, is my BFF, my best feline Aww. friend. And he's he so really, beautiful. oh, I like that. He's really attuned into yes. me and I'm attuned into him. And he's pretty good. You should see him with the uh, memory care folks before COVID. He would come into the memory care center, Brookdale Buddies, wearing a cowboy hat in a stroller and he walks on a leash and he would purr and sit in everybody's lap. And Aww. there was this one lady that uh, didn't verbalize, but every time we brought Kona and Casey, she would shout out, Peggy loves Casey. Peggy loves Casey. Oh, I love and that. so uh, Casey's really made a, a mark in life. He's a pretty special kitty. He's beautiful. That's amazing. What a huge gift that is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's a very good therapy cat. And, uh, I'm very blessed to have him because he is my BFF. So 
I don't know if you guys yeah. can see, he's looking right into the camera here. So beautiful. Yeah. I yeah. may post this video on my website, even though I'm just not in it. <laughs> just there you go. Look well, we do call him the feline George Clooney because the ladies love him and the dudes do. That's too. right. The guys That's behind you are guy. putting on a little show right oh, now. Oh, I see that. That's each other. That's a 15 year old <laughs> Mikey with a uh, little Rusty. They're I performer. Love it. I but love it. As long as there's no yowls, we let bye them bye. be. Yep, same here. Yeah. I taught Linda that early on. Just because they're doing things like that doesn't mean that they're fighting. No, there was no sound. I'm doing aerobics. It's my kid aerobics. <laughs> if you oh. hear, if you if you hear, right, then you worry. I learned since adding the other four cats too that there's a noise like "I'm really mad, get away from me," you know, and it's it sounds bad, but it's really not. And then there's a note that they hit where I've got to intervene. And it really reminds me of kids fighting or crying. And you're like, you know, I'm not taking that seriously. There's no blood. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, there's that sound that you hear, that you know, you better pay attention right. to it. <laughs> yeah, it goes. That's, that's the one. <laughs> Casey just <Yeah>. jumped up. <laughs> um, I'm a good cat ventriloquist. Hey, I'm surprised nobody's yeah. run into the room to see what's going on. I'm looking around. No cats in here. I think we're like over our half yeah. hour. Okay. Yeah. Such a wonderful, I could go for another hour, but I, I want to make sure we, we go. Yes. I would really like Arden to tell the cost of the first aid for cats and dogs. Oh, classes. Right. It's $1 million. No, <laughs> the, uh, the cat first aid classes. And I got to tell you, name another class that has not one, but two cats and me teaching you. And it doesn't matter where you live anywhere in the globe. It's $40. You get downloaded a detailed course book, get you a lot of other handouts. And the three hours are going to go by really fast, but you're going to learn and you're going to give your cat a really good gift. So it's pet first aid, all spelled out, then the number four and the letter U. Easier, just go to ardenmore.com and it'll whisk you over there. We do ask that you sign up in advance because we keep our classes small. And we have some classes, I think, uh, November 8th. And December 18th, I believe, are the cat ones. But the cat and dog classes are also posted on Pet First Aid for you. It's well worth it. it it's awesome. well worth it. If you if you never use it, just to have the knowledge. But who of us haven't had a cat that was sick or something was going on and you just didn't know what was up? You know, just looking at their poop will tell you a lot. <laughs> right, Arden? Well, right. I love poop. We talk about poop and <laughs> <Yeah>. gas. <laughs> Well, exactly. That You're not just teaching us how to fix something if something goes wrong, because someone might think, you know, what's the chance? <laughs> Pretty good, actually. But there's also the the checking them out monthly, um, you know. Yeah, we wanna, I want you to there's... be a preventative and be a pet detective so yeah. you can save money yeah. at the vets and extend the life of your kitty For cat. Because sure. cats I'm are not like that. dogs. It's... They do not emote emotions and say, oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't feel good. They're like, there's a hairball. You, you now figure out what it is look yeah. how long pinky was sick we even the vets didn't know what was going on but it turned out to be lymphoma but you know by the time she was showing symptoms she yeah. was pretty ill already yep yep yeah so we want yeah. you to tune into your cat and you might just save your kitty's life right yeah well and i don't know what other class you can take for 40 dollars for three plus hours and get the course book so we can you know we're not going to have to 
redo it when Rita said to me the other day, she read that about the Heimlich and said, I'm trying to remember if I know how to do that. I think I need to look through that course book again. So yeah, for sure. Giving us, you know, forever tools for staying home, no gas, no travel for $40. And plus it's fun. Save our lives. I, (laughs) yeah, we try to have a lot more than that. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it, guys. And I actually do teach a two-day program for people to become instructors. So I do that with Pro Pet Hero. So I teach the two-day program, a dog and a cat class, a cat class, and then just a real short class for, for pet parents. That's like two hours. Linda, I could see you teaching. Me, not so much, but you're very animated. I could definitely see you being a pet safety instructor. Yep, because yeah. the more we have, the better. I, there's And you have I a cat and that. a dog. You have both. <laughs> I yeah. do. I do. I have an incredibly neurotic chihuahua. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> she's her own kind of animal, let me tell you. I'm not sure if she's a dog or a cat. She's just Sadie. <laughs> she's well, just... that's all right. We love Sadie. <laughs> yeah. I, I now have a 90-pound dog and a 9-pound dog and a 35-pound dog. So, yes, don't let size does <laughs> yeah. not matter of attitude. Yeah. You've got the yeah. gambit covered. You sure do. Yeah. I'm laughing because they're all on my futon right now in my backyard office, which is why I never get to use my futon. Right, Bujo, Kona. <laughs> I know, Emma. I know that story well. Sometimes I look in the bed and I just sleep on the sofa because there's no room on the king size bed for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I do appreciate being uh, a guest on your show, guys, and um, I wish you all the best. Thank you so much, Arden. Thank you so much, Linda. Welcome back. And of course, I want to thank our awesome producer, Mark Winter, for making sure we always look and sound our best. Until yes. next time, just remember. Every day is Catter Day! Yay! Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.